Jono, Ben and Sharon. Welcome along to the show on a Monday afternoon. Kendrick Lamar tickets today, Jono. Did you see the sold out in like four minutes for his first concert? Crazy. Crazy times. We were having that exact conversation. Then as we were having that conversation, Ben was like, they're going to do a second show. Bing. <laughs> Email comes up. Second show. Bing. I've got tickets. you got tickets? I've got tickets. I've ne- the, the panic when you're trying to get tickets is mob mentality, isn't it? <laughs> I had 39 windows open, just clicking between them all, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Ended up getting some tickets, and now I'm going to sell them for $1,700 no, each. Not. You're That's not what one I'm going to do. Guys. Uh, 1700 no. bucks no. each going now. No, you're not. Or near offer. Plans have changed. I can't make it anymore. <laughs> Plans have changed the last 45 minutes. I know a lot of scalpers. Uh, I know a lot of people are uh, bearing the brunt online for buying tickets, and then, you know, all of a sudden in five minutes, plans change. <laughs> And uh, selling the tickets for seven times the cost. That's acceptable in my eyes. (laughs) No. So if you'd like my tickets. No. No, but if you would like a double pass, not Jono's tickets, we are giving away a double pass to Kendrick Lamar. If you have $1,800. No, every day this week for free, just after four o'clock. We'll tell you how that works later. How many people are going to sell them there online? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do that shortly. Also, big, big things happening here at The Edge. Big things. Weddings. Coins being flipped. Yeah, we're going to speak to one of the people who is willing to have their special day sabotaged by a commercial radio station next. We'll get to that in just a moment. It's The Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. The Edge. Wedding tosses. Uh, we are looking for a couple to get married at the Stables Matakana. You'll get the wedding for free and win the honeymoon of your dreams in Bora Bora, Tahiti. But your big day is going to be decided by a flip of a coin. Who would do it? Well, many people. Melissa's one of these mad... Melissa's one of these crazy toddlewaddles. <laughs> Good, great. Well, I don't know what you're saying, Johnny. I was trying to say a swear word. <laughs> and I ended up with a family-friendly toddlewaddle. <laughs> Melissa, welcome. Hi. Hey, hey you, so your partner, what's their name? Uh, Matt. Matt, you want to marry Matt? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Question mark. Well, did something happen over the weekend that you need to discuss with us, Melissa? No, not this weekend. <laughs> Are you engaged? Me? Yes, we are. Okay, right. So you're engaged to get married, so why would you want to put your wedding in the hands of a coin and a commercial radio station? Um, sounds like something fun to do, something different, yeah, not okay. just the normal. So you're not like you're not that fixated with the perfect day. You know, a lot of people, they dream of the perfect day. They plan it in their heads from when they're just three or four years old. You're not one no. of those people. No, I had kind of envisioned a wish kind of wedding. Oh, okay. Well, we can try and make that happen for you, I'm sure. <laughs> what, do you walk down the aisle in a wedding dress or like a dressed up like a can of Woodstock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love a nice dress, but it doesn't have to be with the pretty shoes. Okay, the dress is the important thing to you. We also understand family. Yeah. Family is very important yeah. to you. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to run a bit of a hypothetical situation here. Okay. Your family join you for your special day. Yeah. Or you're joined by a classroom load of kindergarten children. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't really like other people's kids that much. Well, see, this is this could be a scenario. I don't think it is one of the scenarios. <laughs> well, I don't like could... other people's kids either. <laughs> okay, so we've got a coin here, Melissa, uh, yeah. and we're going to flip it. So we, if, if, okay. you, if you had won this amazing prize, this is what you'd have to do, okay? Is it going to be a classroom load, uh, load of kindergarten children or is it going to be your friends and family? Okay. Let's flip the coin. Heads for kindergarten children. Heads for kindergarten children. What would it be? <laughs> it's the comical one. It's the, it's yes! The, it's the kindergarten children. So that's what could happen. We're not saying it's oh. going to happen. How do you feel now about being involved? Oh, I'm still pretty keen. I could just feed up those kids off busy drinking lollies and send them back to your parents. <laughs> 
She's okay. got a winning load of children. You're still on the draw. Yeah, you sound like a good sport, so good luck. Thank you so much. To be honest, you know, looking after children is akin to uh, looking after drunk people anyway. Yeah, From your bridal that. party. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're vomiting. I mean, there's stuff coming out of their bodies. They're saying stuff you don't understand. <laughs> you, can't, you can't reason with them. <laughs> they've got to be taken to the toilet. Yeah, a lot of, you're right, a lot of similarities. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good on you, Melissa. Hey, well, thank you very much for entering. If you want to, re- if you want to register now, you can do it at theedge.co.nz. And, of course, a big thanks to Tahiti Tourism for the epic honeymoon. Goldsmiths Gallery Jewelers Hamilton, who are giving us the wedding rings and our celebrant from Alia Weddings. Okay, I want to throw this out there. What important life decisions have you made through the flip of a coin? Oh, yeah, because some people do that for jobs and stuff, right? Three, three, four, three. The biggest decision you've made based on the flip of a coin. Would love to hear your calls this afternoon. Give us a, give us a, give us a, just a call. Um, 13 years ago, I made the decision, I couldn't decide. I flipped a coin as to whether I was going to go to London with my best friend and work or move in with my boyfriend. And probably by the background, you figured out that I um, moved in with my boyfriend. We got married and now we've got kids. And oh, I've there never you go. Traveled. Wow, that's a big decision. <laughs> and I've never traveled. And, you know, there's no part of you that sounds like you regret that, Ben. Um, no, no, no. I just, my best friend who's still over in London has travelled all over Europe and sometimes I get Facebook envy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's pretend they can't hear you. Yeah. Would you rather have done, would you rather have gone to London? Um no. Oh, oh there you go. There you go. Now let's really pretend they can't hear you. <laughs> Good on you, Beth. Thank you for listening. You have a wonderful day. You too, bye bye. Good on you. Kayla's with us on 0800. the edge important coin tosses Kayla. Yes, yes. So um, I had my husband and uh, ex-husband now, but uh, it was he lost his job, and I didn't know whether or not I should stay with him because the money was draining, and I have a massive student loan over my head, and I flipped a coin as to whether or not we we're going to stay together, and we didn't. Oh my wow. god! So that's... on the flip of a coin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the biggest life decisions I could have made. Yeah. This is... yeah. Jeez. Did, it, did he know at all that you were breaking up because of a flip of a coin? No, he didn't. But at the same time, I mean, it was a very silly reason as to why he lost his job. And I thought, I was like, well, if you're going to be that careless, I may as well make a pretty careless decision and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> she paid, paid the consequences. <laughs> wow. My God, what did he do to lose his job? Oh, uh, I, I can't go into okay, details of that. Fair. It was quite, quite, quite serious. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, a flip of a coin. Oh, thank you for I sharing want to that ask with us. Kayla more questions. <laughs> we can but... do that off the air, but not on the radio, okay? Oh, geez, good call, good call. Leave me with a lot of questions, though, Kayla. Thank you very much oh, for listening. Leaving you hanging. <laughs> thank you very much. And uh, the winning tosses, if you'd like to enter, uh, theedge.co.nz. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, The Edge. On Friday, Jono, we spoke about something that was upsetting me. Um, Ryan Reynolds, who I thought we'd bonded with, I'd bonded with. I interviewed him for Deadpool, the first movie. Yeah, uh, you found out that you weren't invited to something else that Ryan was hosting. Well, I hear through the grapevine that, yeah. that many people um, overseas are doing interviews with him next week to promote the movie, and I'm right. like, well, hey, I didn't get a call up. What, what happened? It's because he's a Hollywood superstar. Yeah. And you're Ben. This <laughs> <laughs> is very, but very But you true. know what? I like you so much yeah. that I'm going to try and make this happen for you. I'm going to try and get you FaceTime with Ryan Reynolds next week. That's going to be my goal. What, me, me and me you and Ryan? You and Ryan Reynolds. Talking That's about right. Deadpool, talking about Just what, having a fun time. So I'll be honest with you, Ben. 
the project, my project, my little passion well, project. Well, you sounded like you were, you were all for it on Friday. You were like, you didn't get your Deadpool 2 interview, mate. You're gonna, I'm going to make sure it's going to yeah, happen no, FaceTime. I might have had a couple of beers when I made that. <laughs> so the, the my passion project stalled over the weekend. All oh, right, I thought you were going to come back on Monday with ideas. No, well, no, thankfully, Tess, who was listening on Friday... I checked the Facebook page today. She got in touch. She reminded me that I'd made this promise. <laughs> Tessa, welcome. Hey. Good to have you on. Uh, you have a suggestion for us to get Ben and Ryan Reynolds some lip time together. Yes. So what you guys need to do <laughs> I is... I made it sound like you're going to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm prepared to do that. That's okay. for sure. <laughs> no. You, you have to get his attention somehow. So that's what I do. Just, I don't know, maybe watch like a lot of his movies or like do a stunt like that somehow just get his attention oh okay so, so you're suggesting some sort of uh internet stunt yeah like yeah. A, watch a load of his movies and go on the internet and be like yeah this is what i'm doing well that guy from transformers was shia labeouf um he watched he remember that that theater he hired out he watched all his movies um and mm. people could come along and it's good because you're pandering to their egos these big hollywood mm. players you know They've all got ego. Exactly. You play in there. And so what you say, you do stuff to get their attention. What do you do? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Not much. Give I don't a, know. Give us some examples. <laughs> just, just, just five examples. <laughs> By the way, all the examples. I want names oh. and examples. <laughs> I'll go through my big book of examples right now. Okay, I felt like that was definitely not just a comment you just came out with and you didn't have any evidence to back it up. <laughs> yeah. just, not at all. Well, I mean, if you can't do five examples, maybe just one example. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just like tweet them or... Um, okay. Tweet them, okay. Because okay. I feel like you're making us do this when you have never done this once. Yeah, Although, basically. To be to be like not, not you know again you know I love Ryan Reynolds but um but his defence his movies are, are generally bloody good like that's almost too easy like for us we need to go one step further don't we do we need to do something else what about kidnapping his dog or something no, no. that will get that will get his attention well, that, no we don't even know where he no, that's, steal his car we don't even know if he's got <laughs> that would get a suggestion. Yeah. Where's my car? You're like, yeah, yeah, give us an interview, get it back. Cut down his most beloved tree on his <laughs> on his lawn. Okay, these are all things that may. These are more incrim incriminating things. But they, they're attention grabbers. They are attention grabbers. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. We're trying to get uh, Ryan Reynolds' attention this week. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, so uh, very big superstars in New Zealand at the moment filming. Daniel Radcliffe. I don't know if you're familiar with. The Harry Potter franchise. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is Harry Potter. He's in New Zealand right now. But everyone play it cool. We've talked about this before. When Ed Sheeran was here, we went a little crazy. We went a, went a little obsessive, didn't we? Went don't a little too far. Don't start naming the suburb of Redcliffe's Radcliffe's or anything outrageous <laughs> like that. No. Okay, you well. laugh, but Dunedin did it. They, <laughs> they named did. it Dunedin. Dunedin. Yeah, yeah they did. Anyway, so. so we're playing it cool. But do you know what? Yesterday I was walking through town, Ben. Yes. The streets were closed off. The street was the street well, was closed, closed down because they built in the the light rail system. But the street was closed off, and it was a film crew, and uh, uh, there's a lot of people in orange high visibility. They're building the light rail vests, yeah, <laughs> doing the like, building light rail. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "What's going on here?" They're like, "Can't say, mate." And I was like, oh, "It looks like a movie's been done." They're like, "Yeah, can't say." And I said, "Like, is it the one that uh, guy from Harry Potter's?" And he's like, "Can't say, mate." You're like, I can see him over there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. We could see him in the car, but then they're like, sorry, mate. Can't You're say. not at liberty to say. 
I was like, well, you don't have to say because I can see him over there. But he's just filming in the middle of the city. That's pretty cool that he's here. Then, my, then uh, Jen, baby mama, yeah. she bumped into him today. Oh, really? He's like a local now. <laughs> yeah, wandering through some car park. There you go. Really? Harry Potter. Paying for his parking, couldn't get his card in the right way in the machine. You know how it works. It didn't, it didn't take notes, so couldn't, he had to go somewhere else. Couldn't figure out that freaking text to park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not You get real stressed out because people are light, uh, lighting up behind you. You're like, oh, oh, God. There is no worse moment in a human's life when you know there's three or four people behind you at the parking machine. Yeah. It is, it no-, <laughs> uh, no Harry Potter wizardry's going to be able to help you <laughs> exactly. out of that situation. Yeah, exactly. So welcome to New Zealand, Daniel. Yeah. It's lovely to see you. I know some people will be bumming into him at the gym as well. Heard he smokes. Hey. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. So did you know uh, Barack Obama smokes? Oh, yes, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen. Do you, know, do you know Denise? Do you know Denise from Accounts? Yeah. She smokes. Oh, really? Yeah, down the garage. <laughs> Apparently, it's like a train. Who? Harry Potter. <laughs> like the Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express. Is it going to be some sort of gag? <laughs> no. <laughs> Platform nine and three quarters. It's a Harry Potter reference. Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen the movie. No, seen the- <laughs> That's where they catch the Hogwarts Express for the train. Well, you know what I'm going to do tonight? What's that? I'm going to go watch Harry Potter, and then I'm going to remember this conversation. I'm going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not, the, not the best way to, to have these things work. I'll text you after I've laughed. <laughs> John, I'm bed. Just have a, have, listen to their conversation, go away, research, come back. Have a laugh. Have a laugh. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Producer Dan, Deadweight Dan, as we like to call him, as he doesn't like to be called, with us in the studio right now because we discovered something about Dan the other day that we didn't know. Yeah, he has an uncanny knack for recognising types of airplanes just on their sound alone just on mm. the propeller noise or the engine noise you're yeah. a real catch eh? real catch real catch and this is going to really appeal to our female audience well, so- skills like this that meant for a large part of his adult life dan didn't feel the touch of another human being <laughs> yeah but i felt the touch of plane sounds on my ears well, this happened the other day without a word of a lie we were recording something here at radio and you were like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. And you ran to the window, put yeah. your ear up against the glass, and you were like, that's a... Huffington <laughs> bomber, a 1930s... <laughs> whatever whatever plane was going across, well, and my, we're like, oh, the, is it? The backstory to this is my dad used to be a pilot, so we used to spend a lot of time at the airport. Uh, <laughs> like I used to go out to the, you know, and watch them fly the planes and stuff, and I got to know a little bit of knowledge about planes. Everybody has a little, you know, strange knowledge about something. Mine's okay. planes. Yeah, okay, so what I'm going to do, Ben and myself have uh, gathered... Some plain noises, okay. and we just want you to <laughs> showcase your talents to our listener pals. Oh, well, I'm probably we'll, not going to get these right. We'll play them, and then you tell us what sort of plane it is. It's a Rolls, Rolls-Royce Merlin engine, so I'm guessing that's a... Um, <laughs> P fifty one Mustang. That's a P fifty one Mustang. Wow, <laughs> that is ring. Okay, wow. next one. Sound like the thing broke down in the in the year there. Is that a um, missing Malaysian airliner? <laughs> <laughs> no, is it a Corsair? Is it a Corsair? It's a Corsair. Wow, is two that? from two. Wow. Okay, yeah. okay here's the last one. DC three. Eh? DC three. Jeez. DC3. He's yeah. good. I'm impressed, but also feel sorry for him yeah. at the same time. Hey, don't need to feel sorry for me, mate. Don't need to feel, you know, I'm still happy. I'm still happy with my plans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll wait under the edge. This is what we want to open up. 3343 is the text. What skills do you have? That really do you no good in life. All good. Like my plane stuff. That you does know? you no good. I could use that for cool stuff. I could be an X Man with that. No, you couldn't. Like, obviously, there's okay, some cool assemble, powers. Okay, let's assemble a team of uh, listeners right now. Our own X-Men team. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Who are, yeah, We've got Plane Man. <laughs> okay. He can name any plane that he hears in a distance. Yeah. He, can, he can cut short a conversation. 
mm. with the sound of a plane and then name that plane for you. Awesome. Yeah. Jono, you, you uh, almost remember phone numbers. I do. I'm like, oh, I can nearly remember phone numbers. So you can be like, quick, phone number, man. Yeah. Try and nearly remember my f- this phone number of this evil villain and I'll get it one or two digits off. Mm. You also have an uncannily round head as well. So that's that's another great score. Okay, 0800 yeah. The Edge. What's your special talent? Okay, we're going to do that next. 0800 The Edge is the phone number. What is it? Did you just said all those things? I'm just repeating you now. The repeat, maybe that's repeating my, man. That's, maybe that's repeating my talent. Man. Small mouth man. <laughs> small mouth. You'll say, you'll say what you just said, but very, <laughs> slightly differently. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. What special talent have you got that has really served you no good in life? Um, I can tell the weight of something just by picking it up. That is, well, that's, that's quite, quite a good tell. Yeah, like, so if you're in the supermarket, you get some apples, you're like, oh, yeah, that's about a kg, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yep. But uh, I can do it to, like, pretty much within a couple of hundred grams. That's but uh, up to about, well, TV I was doing lifts, so up to about, you know, uh, a good 25, 30 kilo box. But I'm a courier, so that's that is kind of useful. I call you the human scales. <laughs> yeah. The human scale. That's, a, that's, that's quite a, a handy name. addition. That's a good name. All right, you're in our X-Men team. You're in the squad. Woo! We'll be like, in the produce aisle, we'll be like, this, damn it, the scales aren't working. <laughs> hey, like, I got this. <laughs> scale man. <laughs> scale man. Good on you. Thank you, Ian. Appreciate that. Taylor, good to have you on 0800 The Edge. Your special skills that have served you no good in life. Um, it is, I can say, the, the 50 states of America. In alphabetical order, off my heart. The 50 states of America. You know we're going to have to ask you to do this. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I can give it a go. I can do it. See if I still remember. Okay, take it away, Taylor. Right. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, uh, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Jersey, New Hampshire, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Wow. I can't fact check you, but it sounded legit. It sounded great. I learned to live in geography to get a block of chocolate. Actually, well, you did well. You're in. You're in our X Men squad. What, uh, Jono? What's 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 her name going to be? What's your name? You can be the. Uh, uh, why don't you be like okay. the lady who can name all of the states of America in alphabetical order? Okay, well, it's a working title, but we'll get back to you. You're in. You're in the squad. <laughs> Cool, thank you. Good on you. Really impressive. Yeah, that was impressive. Nicholas, uh, your special talent that served you no well in life. <laughs> mine, no. mine is not speaking good. <laughs> no well. <laughs> I just said what you said back to you. <laughs> yeah. What's your special talent that can serve you no well in life? <laughs> Telling the time by looking at the sun. Telling the time by looking at the sun. These are all very interesting. So how do you know this? Um, I, do, I learned it in Scouts, basically... When you're in the bush, you've got no cell phone reception, you've got no watch on you. You can just look up into the sun and tell around which hour it is by just where the sun position is in the sky. Okay, what's the time now? It's around 4 o'clock. No, it's 4.30. <laughs> it's around 4 o'clock. <laughs> oh, so, is it, so it's not accurate. No, it's like the hour. You can tell which hour it is. By oh, the, okay. he's right, you know. He's, he's, he's good. He's in there. We're like, if we need a time in our X-Men sort of squad. We're, well, like, we're going to turn up an hour late to anything. <laughs> in the hour, we'll be there sometime between 4 and 5, and you'll get us there on time. What's what's his name going to be, Jono? Hmm. Sundial. Sundial. <laughs> Sundial's a cool name. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Sundial. Uh, All right. Hey, here's the thing. What's one tip that you would give for telling the time from the sun? Um, 
You can always tell it's got to be 12 o'clock when the sun is directly above you. So you can go from 12, you can just basically work it out from where the angle it is at. There you go. And don't look directly at it. It's <laughs> probably the other tip. No. <laughs> thank you, hey, Thank you. That was very good. And don't forget, everyone that calls the show this week goes in the draw for return flights for two to Seoul, South Korea with Air Asia, the winner revealed on Flyaway Friday. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. John Ben and Sharon's Move Squad. Yeah, like the move it. Uh, Harvey's Real Estate have been bringing property and people together for 100 years and they've invested $10,000 to help us launch the world's first moving company using only public transport. Yeah, thank you, Harvey's, because, I mean, we, we just phoned them on a whim and they've really come on board. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? Tell you what, if I ever want to sell anything, I'm going to do it through Harvey's. Okay. Even my body. I don't know if they'd be... <laughs> I don't know if they'd do that. Oh, hey, uh, but I can't answer for them. I didn't know if they'd come on board with this uh, moving whole thing by public transport. They did. So hey, I'm a bit of a doer-upper. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Needs a bit of tender love and care. Yeah. But you can get me cheap. <laughs> That's the main thing. Uh, so, yes, what you've been doing is entering the edge.co.nz, going to the Windstuff page, and we could be moving all of your stuff on public transport. We're doing it this week. It's um, a bit of a tester because we do have $10,000 that we're putting on the line here. That, uh, you know, if we don't deliver your items in a certain time frame, yeah. we've given a delivery for the business, uh, then you get 500 bucks. Yeah, we need to work out the uh, the, t- the T's and C's, right? But we've got this money to give away. Did so. I just say something that we're in the T's and C's? No, no, you just, you know. No, no, no I was just, just doing some mask covering. <laughs> no, you were good. You were, you, were nice and, you were nice and sort of generic. You didn't really go into too many details. That was good. Well, this is the problem with our business, is because like I'm I'm promising stuff and you're like keep going. We haven't but, really worked out the T's and C's. You keep saying the T's and C's. Terms and conditions. Yeah. Well, you do need to cover your ass in the uh, in the moving game, don't you? Yeah. Because bad things can happen. That's right. And Nat- Natalie. Hi. Guess what? <laughs> what? We are going to be moving your ass on Friday. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious? And all of your stuff. On buses, trains, ferries, tuk-tuks, Ubers. It's happening. I don't know what to think about that. Oh, I don't know either. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, it's all in the T's and C's. We're still, we're still sorting those out. Okay, sounds awesome. What you're allowed to think will be in the terms and conditions. Okay, what's the most precious item that we just can't damage? Um, I would probably say my TV. Mm, everything else is fair game. Oh, no. I don't know if that's how it works. Like, we got the TV there, but everything else, yeah, it's on the 451 bus on any hunger. <laughs> and kilometre-wise, how far are you moving from to? It's about 8Ks. 8Ks. Oh, okay. okay. That's doable. Mm, is it? You sound, you sound very hesitant, Natalie. Well, I would be quite hesitant, well, you, too. You two are doing the moving. We got this. We got this, Natalie. Cool. I said it like I meant it. I don't know if we do. That'll also be in the terms and conditions, <laughs> whether we have it or not. Okay. Okay. So what? What's the one? Uh, what's the one mode of transport you're like? You're never going to be able to do this. Well, I mean, can it fit in the door of like a bus? Well, like obviously. These like are, hey, babe, a, hey, babes, these are questions that will all be, all be answered on Friday. And you, what about an Uber? You can't get it on an Uber. Are you, are you, don't you, you worry about that. That's what the professionals are here for, right? Yeah. That's the motto of our business. You don't do the worrying, so we can. The only thing is... Um, and you're still you doing a lot of worrying. Worry. <laughs> don't worry about that. We got it all covered. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm sh- yeah. Like, it's all in the terms and conditions. Uh, you can hear this whole thing unraveling <laughs> on the radio right now between the three of us. Someone has called our bluff. I think it's Harvey's Real Estate. Uh, they're awesome to coming uh, for coming on board, and uh, some money could be coming your way, and hopefully your stuff will arrive on Friday. Yes, awesome. Sounds good. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Dancing with the Stars started last night on three. Yeah, and, uh, Sharon Casey, our very own Sharon, who's off on maternity leave back uh, July. Uh, she got a bit of a review in the paper today, and the first line of the review was, uh, I didn't know who she was. Was her name Sharon or Karen? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, she did a bloody good job, Sharon, she last did. night. And Karen joined us on the phone <laughs> now. You did do a great job. Oh, thanks. Karen was real proud of herself. <laughs> yeah, Karen. For a nobody, you did a really good job. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How, Sharon, I mean that from the bottom of my yeah, heart. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks. Sometimes I forget um, your name. Yeah, that's a, yeah. 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 We're on air now. <laughs> yeah, we're on air. Oh, you're supposed to tell Karen when the voice break started. <laughs> yeah, anyway, she, she, if, you, if you missed it, uh, you got a, uh, the Dancing with Stars got a wee write-up on, on online in the paper and someone said, hosted by Sharon or Karen, whatever her name was, or something like that, right? You know, the, thing that, the, the thing that really got my goat is not the fact that he thought my name was Karen, is that he thought I was a Sharon with an O. Like, God, what? <laughs> yeah, someone should correct God, him and go, I'm the bogan Sharon. Yeah, the, one with the, yeah. the one with the Y. <laughs> 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 no, 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 seriousness. Yeah, a great job. And uh, you enjoyed it? The first one out of the way? Yeah, it was so much fun. I just watched uh, the rehearsal of tonight's dancers because tonight uh, Roger Crowley from The Rock is doing his dance, uh, Dave Seymour from The Axe Party, Zach from The Bachelor, Susie Cato. Um, and I, I watched them all rehearsing, and holy crap, the dancers tonight are next level. Each week on the show, we thought we'd uh, go to the Facebook page, Edge, Edge Afternoons, John, Ben and Sharon, and get some questions uh, for Sharon. Mm-hmm. Awkward questions for Sharon to go ask a contestant. So we pulled these yeah. from Facebook. and uh, the Some were p- direct messages, some were on the page. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the, today's target was Siobhan Ruakiri, uh, who danced last night. Yes, in a beautiful cat suit. And uh, dude, how deep into that cat roll does she get? <laughs> does she yeah. get whiskers or anything like that, mate. <laughs> She's eating shit. Are you having to feed her chef backstage? Finish. Jono, <laughs> that is a weak gag even for you. Yeah, I thought so too, Sharon. Come on. Come on. <laughs> okay, so we got you to ask awkward questions to Siobhan Ruwakiri from the Facebook audience. So you were Roy Mata on Shorten Street and you were TK's first dead wife. Yes. Question, if there was a fire in the building right now <laughs> and you had to save Enrique or TK... Enrique. Nope. <laughs> and it's like, you wouldn't even... What about Paul Ben? What was more embarrassing? Oh, my gosh. Getting your belly button out on TV <laughs> last night? Or dating the first man Clark Gable? <laughs> what was more embarrassing? Yeah. Was it more embarrassing dating Clark Gable for three years? I feel like uh, I've got to be so careful because he's our first lady. It's you know true. what I mean? Like that's true. Anything I say about our first lady <laughs> might just like go. I feel like you're answering the question without that, answering the question. That's exactly what she's doing. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Answer. Thank goodness that question is out of the way. Next one. If oh, you man. could eliminate one contestant. Oh, this is not fair. From Dancing with the Stars today, who would it be? This is awful. Do I really have to answer this? You do have to. Seymour, because he gave me. Can I swear? Yep, he gave me shizzles on Family Feud, and we've got a beef going. So, Seymour, you're out of here. Okay, well, there we go. And he said I was stupid. (laughs) Well, there you go. That was uh, my three unsanctioned questions with uh, Siobhan Ruakere and 
I have managed to get through it without finding it that awkward. And seriously, you could have made them way more awkward. Yeah, guys, get more awkward with me, please. Next week. You guys really did not bring the hot fire with us. Okay, they need no. to be more awkward next time. Those are the questions, are the questions that I would have asked you myself. I, I, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to take 10 minutes out of my day, I want to be shaking in my little boots about how awkward it is. Hey, good on you, Sharon. Good luck tonight, eh? Dancing with the Stars back tonight, 7.30 on TV3. Yes, and we'll be straight after the project. You guys will be watching, eh? I'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there, Karen. Don't you worry about us. <laughs> Karen cannot wait. Thanks, mate. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. There we go, Karen Casey. <laughs> Next on the show, jono has got an idea about how we can talk to Ryan Reynolds face-to-face this week. He's, I know Ryan, which I don't. He's going to love this <laughs> idea. Uh, we'll explain what's going on next. It is The Edge. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a nose. So got diamonds by the bolo. Don't act like you my friend when I'm rolling through my hands. Oh, you stuck in the friend zone.